Good morning, Nachum. Good evening, Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Re'eh. Parshas Re'eh, according to the Chinuch, contains none other or not less than 55 mitzvos, 17 positive, and 38 restrictions. Wait a minute. Before we even talk about the parsha, let's first extend a very special mazel tov to Nachum and Stacy on the marriage last night of their children, Binyamin and Kayla. Wow, Emir Hashem, you should be zoche that they should build a bias nemon b'Yisrael that's going to give themselves a great deal of nachas, please God, both families, and all of Klai Yisrael. Okay, now, let's take a peek at this very special parsha. In this parsha, you have the loving statement that we are all children to Hashem, and therefore, God forbid, at a time of tzara, when one loses a relative, they are not to pull hair out of their hair in despair. They're not to take a sharp instrument and cut themselves, because after all, you have a Father in Heaven who cares about you and who will provide ultimate comfort for you. Very powerful verse. Finally, I'd like to discuss in this week's parsha that out of the 55 mitzvos, the Chinuch counts three as the mitzvah of tzedakah, of what we call in English charity. However, I suggest take out your Webster's Dictionary and see how Webster defines charity and you'll realize that this is not what tzedakah is. I have to believe that within the definition of charity is a certain amount of it being voluntary. You're a, quote, nice person, and this is what you do, and therefore you deserve a kind of pat on the back. We're going to see that tzedakah, by definition, is a mitzvah. It's a command. There's no command within the Constitution that a citizen of the United States has to give charity. A Torah command is that a Jew must give charity. Even a poor person is obligated to give tzedakah. Now, the first thing that we should understand is a very interesting Gemara in Baba Basra Daf Yud, whereby we're told that Tunis Rufus Harasha, a philosopher, asked Rabbi Akiva, wait a minute, if your God loves the poor, why doesn't he take care of them by himself? Why is there in the first place the mitzvah of tzedakah? And the answer that Rabbi Kiva gives 
is an eye-opening one. His answer is, Kadesh Nitzal Onu Medina Shogehenim. By our giving the poor tzedakah, we, those who have that little bit extra, we become saved from Gehenom, meaning that we believe there is a heaven and hell, and this concept of a the Shema having to go to a Gehenom, whereby it is rectified from uh, the perhaps wrongdoings that it might have done while here on earth. So the giving of tzedakah can be a very positive aspect to keep a person from ultimately going to Gehenna. The next time you see a poor person coming to your door, instead of telling your child, tell him your father's not home. Ay ay ay. Besides, God forbid, teaching your child to lie, more important, or as important, do you know what you've done? You might have passed up the most important opportunity of the day. Meaning God is doing you the biggest favor by sending the poor person to your door and giving you that opportunity to help. Now when I say giving you that opportunity to help, I want to share with you an incredible Orachayim HaKadosh. Now this Orachayim is found in Mishpatim in chapter 22, whereby the Torah says, verse 24, Im Kesef Talve Es Ami. When you lend money to my people, es he'oni imach, literally to the poor person who is with you. Now what's that whole idea about a poor person being with you? It's not simply that he is in your proximity, that he now is able to come to your door and ask you for either or a handout or specifically as the Torah is addressing in that Pasuk alone, but the Orachayim HaKodesh says something so profound. Why is it that Hashem gave the wealthy a little bit more than they need? Is it because they are so deserving? Not necessarily. Look as to what the Torah says. The Torah says, Eshe'oni, that which really belongs in the first place to the Oni, Imach, I am giving it to you, says Hashem. You're really giving his, you're giving the poor man that which is his. It really is his, but Hashem gave it to you that you should have the schus, that you should have the merit of giving it to him. Wow! And amazing, you're doing the act of chesed, right? You're doing the act of tzedakah, of giving it to the poor, is really 
beneficial not just for him, but it is beneficial for you. And to prove that it is beneficial for you, let's take a look together at one of my favorite psukim in the book of Rus. There are four chapters in the book of Rus, and if you turn to chapter 2, and you are where Naomi asks Rus when she comes home with her arms laden with produce where she has collected in a field. There's no question but that which we see in our Torah, that the Torah prescribes that the owner of a field is to leave for the poor leket, shikha, and peya, the gleanings, that which falls down, one or two ears of grain, you have to leave for the poor, a forgotten bundle, you leave for the poor, a corner of the field, you leave for the poor. So the second book of Ruth's teaches that in verse 19, her mother-in-law says to her, a foley katit hayom, where did you work today? Ve'ano asis, yehi makirech baruch, may the one that took such generous notice of you be blessed. So listen to the answer. Rus says to her mother-in-law, Shemo Ish, the name of the man, Asher Osisi Imo Hayom Boaz, the name of the man that I did for him today is Boaz. Excuse me, who did for whom? You and I looking at this picture would say, come on, it was clearly Boaz who did for Rus. By his leaving the produce in the field, he enabled her to come on come home laden with produce. But that's not what she says. She doesn't say the name of the man who did for me. She says the name of the man that I did for him. Why is it that she did for Boaz? Say our chazal, yoter, more, mima she'abalabayis ose ima'ani, more than that which the owner of the field does with the poor, the poor person is really doing with the owner of the field. How so? The poor person is converting, changing, or better word, maybe transforming the owner to a giver. And to make a person into a giver that they're now giving to the next one, wow. That is indeed so special. So we see very clearly that there is this obligation from the Torah to give. But you've got to see a very important phrase, which, number one, the Chinuch, in expressing mitzvah 479, which is litain tzedakah, that one is to give charity, kemisas yodo, in accordance with his ability, 
So watch. Lasos Staka, he explains that one is to perform and do Staka, charity, imat sarach eleha, with one who needs it. Besimcha uvetuv levav, with happiness and with a good heart. Now, this is incredible. I would have thought, what's the difference? As long as the have is giving to the have not, as long as the wealthier person is giving to the needier person, what's the difference? And the Torah says this very explicitly, very openly. Says the Torah in several double languages. Pesoach tiftach you shall open your hand to uh, the poor. Nason titain, you are surely to give. Now in that Pasuk, in chapter 15, in Pasuk 10, says the Torah, Nason titain lo, and are you ready? Velo yeira levavucha besit cholo. It's not enough that you are to give him, but you shouldn't resent. You shouldn't have bad feelings in your heart, like, oh, what can I do? I have to give because my friends are looking at me and how will it look if I don't give? Or any other kind of motivation. One should give because one should realize, wow, what a privilege it is to help another Jew. What a privilege it is to follow God's Torah. What a privilege it is to understand what the Orachayim HaKadosh is saying and to actually be the gizbar, the treasurer of Hashem for you to give to the poor what is really, as we pointed out, his. What a powerful teaching that not only are you to give, but you are to give with a very positive disposition. The Gemara in Baba Basra, Tess Amid Beis 9b teaches, if you give charity to a poor person, you're going to be blessed with six heavenly blessings. But if one comforts, you comfort the poor person with words. You sit down, you talk to them, and you say to them, look here, try this, try that don't give up. You give them positive inspiration and you talk and you deal not just with their immediate bodily needs, but with their neshama, that you show them that you respect the fact that they are a person. Says Rabbi Yitzchak, for that you get not six, but eleven brachos. Again, such a powerful idea. The lesson is very obvious. Ashrenu matov chalkeinu how privileged we are as a Jew to have this mitzvah of tzedakah. And finally, I want to just close that the Chinuch cites the Rambam who says, Me'olam, we've never encountered we've never heard of an ear of a Jewish community that has minimally a minion and it's an established community, that there shouldn't be a communal charity fund. 
there's an obligation on each individual that each person has to give charity and there's a further obligation on the community your community has to be involved in stalker that when unfortunately something happens on a communal level the community responds not just the individual and this is the privilege of the mitzvah that we have in giving tzedakah. I pray that just as we are going to be proud and diligent in our giving of tzedakah, this is what we read on the Shabbos before Tisha B'Av Tzion Not only is our tzedakah fulfilling a biblical command, but it's also a very significant step forward towards the bringing of our Geula. Shabbat Shalom to all.